Sort of pain that makes you strong, or useless pain. Sort of pain that's only suffering. I have no patience for useless things. Moments like this require someone who will act. Do the unpleasant thing, the necessary thing. There. No more pain. Hey and hi there, hello there. This is uh, Soap Apple from the I'm Black Hughes Mexican Podcast. For listeners of that, uh, mommy and daddy are going through a bit of a rough 1970s wool, thick-ass type bush with a noticeable patch. And it's not that we don't love you or that um, we don't love each other. It's that we don't love them hoes and uh, them bitches be fucking with us our day like temptations and sunlight so bear with it for a little bit i actually laughed man hard when i uh, came to the realization that as much as i gave uh, shit to verse whether out loud or not about his mental then metaphysical health issues and why it's affecting us being able to you know simply come together if not physically then digitally to talk now, I, I didn't get it, and it seems so simple, at least the concept of, you know, one friend speaking to another friend whom you haven't heard from in a while, and you'd figure that the easiest thing to do is, you know, it's chit-chat. Now, you know, not no straight boy, faggoty ball, fondling, you know, or rocket science for that matter. I mean, our first foray into the podcast game was simply being a show about nothing in particular, just two bromosexuals that constantly conversed, debated, and you know, slow dance all at the same time. And then we built a few mainstay segments and checkpoints to spread as much seed as you know we could jerk out professionally, so to speak. Now, I don't know if it became too difficult to put on the face like you do when you're at, in your workplace, where you know you don't want to reveal too much, so you kind of keep it conservative and you know be the quote-unquote professional that you get paid to be. And we weren't getting paid nothing at all, so. You could imagine how difficult it must make it, but I mean, I definitely felt it. Me, myself, I, I was forcing and kind of phoning it in, you know, when I, you know, and what I thought I was expected to be, at least what I, what is expected of me. And by the sheer fact that I lost my lust of lust for talking shit, that kind of spilt it all right there, because that says a lot, because I'm a nigga that loves to talk his shit. But then, you know, my typecast, as it will, it, it no longer, you know, wanted to lean on the shoulders of the straight man or the wild card. I just I had to do that on the daily for people, you know, on the phones or that's pushing drugs or, you know, that may or may not be needed. But the healthcare system has, you know, forced, forged a procedure that now is expected and accepted. Or, you know, having to be the backbone for folks you sometimes can give no fucks about and just want to wipe your hands clean from of, you know, what is in your <laughs> responsibility. It probably chokes me up and tells me that, that it definitely is. And, you know, we got we to gotta look out for a common map. But then there's, then there's, a, there's a, that exact feeling of conviction of, you know, of what comes from faith and understanding that, you know, has been placed upon you. And I can't tell you if that's the same sentiment, is, is, if it's felt. But I presumed my heterosexual life partner um, was comatose or, you know, just, you know, had his backhand to his forehead somewhat, uh, somewhere. But I, I didn't get any message from his wife or text, you know, to get ready for the show. So I just, you know, kind of just fell back. And I think that's what makes communication just as poor because, you know, it is a two-way street. And, you know, 
I kind of liked saving all the juiciness and all the excitement of being able to see him for when we did our show. That's what kind of is what made, you know, looking forward to it or doing it so, so easy, you know. And we're both on the very same boat when it comes to things. But yet, you know, when, whenever I'd get the, hey, are you ready? I'm like, fuck yeah, you know, just because, yeah, I'm going to complain, I'm going to bitch. And I think that's just the Catholic in me. But, you know, besides that, like, I don't know, it should have been cool. All right, so speaking of other people's business that no one should be concerned about, Kimberly Kardashian West, known as uh, Kim K, Miss Kanye West. Uh, why do we know every moment and time stamp about these people? Like, what's the cover-up? What, what is it there that they're supposed to be distracting us from? And for those who, who don't know, uh, she was recently in Paris, and I'm not too sure if it was like a fashion week or something, and I, she lives out there. Of course, I imagine when you have a bunch of money, you probably have houses everywhere, and she has a house out there. So, of course, knowing damn near every move that they make, she was uh, robbed. And that one thing I didn't know was apparently she was, like, held hostage. And like duct taped and all this shit, which makes me wonder, like where the fuck was the film crew at? Were they filming this? Is is it, is that going to be a made for E uh, TV movie? Um, one of the dope things that I thought that came from it, even though it's, it's obviously no joking matter, was when there was a apparently there's a concert that Kanye was having, and as soon as he heard the word. From his manager, who apparently was trying to get his attention, it was kind of being swatted away. Uh, once they broke down the news, he was like, "All right, well, shit, I can't do this. I can't be here. I had to go, you know, console my wife," which I thought was honorable. But like in the same way, I'm just wondering, like, when I mentioned this a second ago, like, what are we being distracted from? What more important event um, is going on that we're kind of putting that off to the side so that we could focus on this? I mean, even with shit and this is a stretch, but even like with the with the Rob and Black for China um, show, like some of it, so much of it just it seems retarded. And I caught a few episodes because my kids just came over and wanted to binge watch some of them. And yeah, I can't lie, some of it was entertaining. I I, I definitely was fucking with my phone as the shit was on, but like I really like watching it for the sheer fact of being able to talk shit, being able to catch all the moments where. It just seems stupidly scripted, and there's just a lot of instances where you're like, this bitch don't talk like that. Like, not to say that, you know what I'm saying, any race of people cannot speak a particular way, because some would say that, you know, I think you don't pronounce the eight or R's, or, or every fucking being that says S-A, or, you know what I'm saying, some, something stereotypical that, you know, it can be funny, haha, whatever the hell like that, but really has no, um, horse in the carriage or however that shit goes and, and a lot of it just seems ridiculous and i was like man if i can make like a fucking drinking game like where you take a shot every time there's a cliche or some kind of dramatic pause or just something that's hella awkward or something where you're just like man that was to go supposed to go by the book but when you know it's totally be awry if there was a shot game for them, I'm telling you, basic bitches around the world will be drunk out their ass. Fucking hashtag the return of Bill Cosby. I mean, in all in all serious though. Back to the to the robbery thing. So much of me wants to think, okay, this shit was orchestrated. If for some reason we needed to gather up a bunch of sympathy, maybe Kanye wanted to get out of the show. 
uh, maybe they wanted to just kind of create more distillness in, in Perry. Maybe they want to, I don't know, I don't know what their Armenian Muslim roots fucking wanted to stand up against the bullshit that ISIS had, had come up with. I, I have no reason why they would want to fake something like this other than that, you know, all publicity is, is good publicity. But I'm just trying to think of the tie-in. Were, I mean, was the news that that just slow? Like, say, what 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 is it that that we're kind of giving the, you know, sleight of hand movement trick, fucking Jedi mind trick, fucking bullshit on the stick, fucking maneuver? And I'm wondering, okay, so if this did happen, could it have been an inside job? You know, was this something? I mean, I mean, which it technically wouldn't be all that difficult, because like I said, we know every movement we know what state they're in matter of fact the moment that the bitch landed back in la i'm getting some kind of news alert update which i did definitely didn't fucking sign up for so i don't know why the fuck google thinks that give a fuck in that, in that essence but they're telling me kim k just landed in her los angeles home first visit since you know the paris robbery and i'm just like man like that's just such that's such bullshit and and let's say, because right, if it wasn't staged, without sounding really fucked up, why wasn't the bitch raped? Why wasn't there like a ransom of sorts? I mean, was this just simply a, well, you know, like a, I don't know, some kind of honor amongst thieves. Or like, no, we don't want to hurt them. We just know that they have more than what they need. So we're going to rid her of that and send her along her way. In which case, I mean, you'd figure Democrats would be more on the rise and we'd be taxing against the rich and not, you know what I'm saying, giving so many tax benefits. And again, she's not a political figure, more so, um, I guess you could say a TV personality or a personality in general, but since she kind of stemmed from, you know, the likeness or popularity of fucking being in a goddamn sex tape, which I'm not too sure if most actually know. Like, I'm wondering people who watch her nowadays, like, do they stem that from it? Do they stem it back to, okay, well, she was a daughter of a famous attorney who had died, but the wife kept marching on and was able to, you know what I'm saying, find herself an Olympic athlete and who then, you know, just then became a woman. Like, what's the tie-in? And I, I wonder, when people think of anybody, do they actually think of that past? And is the only way that your ass can be bitten by the past if you're a political figure? Which, I mean, we know really doesn't matter since we have fucking... A lying, a lying bitch and a piece of shit, you know, running against each other. But I guess that's a different topic for another time. I mean, will this be a thing to where this will be another reason to fight against ISIL? Take credit. Will this be uh, another way to not want to... Another fight against guns? Self-empowerment. Which, I mean, it, this didn't happen in the state, so that'd be a whole other deal. And that definitely will be a topic that will come up later on as far as our domestic... Uh, terrorist threats I'm mad confused as to why they did this move and just I just want to know don't really care I just would like to know the truth I don't think that means anything now in the pseudo transitional move to other things uh, of vanity and I think that the Kardashians are very vain and you can take that however you'd like the Bible says that we are so I mean, I'm not really talking too much shit when I say that, but uh, a Natalie Botcher or Bocher, she's 21 from Brisbane. She has a, a blog, uh, kind of like a makeup tutorial, and this bitch has like 
at least in this video in particular, has like 3.8 million um, views on YouTube. And she claims she knows the secret for a bigger bust. And it's as simple as, you know, applying the right makeup to uh, the de to decollage or decollage. And I don't know what the fuck is saying, but pretty much this bitch gets like two tone palettes and puts it on her titty test. That's another word for breasts. Tiny breasts. Cute, beautiful, parky. Don't really need more than a nipple tweak kind of breasts, which are my favorite breasts. I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying they put makeup that kind of follows along the collarbones and where a normal cleave would be and pretty much just smears a bunch of fucking colors together just making it to where it looks like you have some take babies. Now, in uh, most respects, you know, it's, it's you know, it's, it's meant for the look. That's that's all it is. You know, we want to kind of fit an image. We want to be able to be eye popping. And what is makeup than not fucking eye popping? And I'm being literal in the essence of how Japanese bitches use it not only for cosplay stuff, but to literally make themselves look like they goddamn anime characters. Which I'm not knocking. I think it's just adorable. It's a little bit weird and creepy, and definitely adds to weird dungeon tombs of the spank bank that one dares not enter nor say that name of but i laugh at you know the cool techniques that we have but also at the links that we kind of go to um you know to fit a certain image and lord knows i am not one to talk shit or to deny um, you know what one does to kind of to keep their image up so whether that be acting like a tough ass or you know in my case you know being just so you know, I can't even think of the word, but just so extreme. You know, to kind of to feel like you're gonna you're you're uh, you're fulfilling your role as whatever the fuck you think you are, and you are only what you think you are. And if you wouldn't, then why would you say you are? And that was a poor attempt of an Eminem uh, quote, but white power. What I want to say is, don't be deceived. You know, don't. Um, you know what I'm saying? Don't fall for what your eyes see. And it's and it's deeper in essence to where even the things in what you see are truly just the surface. And I said that's no knock to her because you know you do what you gotta do and just how if you're matching with an outfit, you wanna make sure you can pull it all off. So no shit talking to her, but in a in a deeper level of kind of, of what that does to us that really keeps us on a fucking track where we're the workhorse and there's a fucking carrot on an invisible string that we're chasing, that we're following, that we're trying to make it down to the finish line. We may not even know that we're trying to finish something. We're really just going. We're really the worst in essence to where we're like handicapped kids. Uh, that get taken to and fro, place to place, nor not left from right and hardly up from down. And yet we get taken or we're left to go home alone. And home's only about two blocks away. But either we're going to figure it out or by a divine miracle are we going to be taking where we need to be. They call it dumb luck. Is what it and, and that, in essence, I think is what allows us to, to get through life. The old of the road, they call it. Cause you either know or you don't know and sometimes you get really fucking lucky i is blessed and that from the what stems of blessings also you know comes from faith and what we believe in whether blatantly false in the eyes of people in, in reality or you know once again those that are just kind of 
you know, going with the waves. Um, and this is probably a weird way to throw her into this, but uh, Rachel Dolazar, she's the, the former NCAACP leader from uh, Spokane, Washington. You know, that one sister, sister who uh, resigned after allegations that she was, you know, falsely presenting herself as black. She's actually going to address a Martin Luther King Day celebration in uh, North Carolina. And I thought that was mad interesting. And that kind of, I mean, lets you know. You know they forgave it. Especially because, yeah. you know, with, with the, this Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter and the fucking hoopla. And unfortunately, the un- tragic, you know, becoming of, you know, what's been happening to folks of color. Not, not, not many motherfuckers would want to be black. Males, for at sure. least not in situations like this. I mean, would they like to have better rhythm? Yes. Would they, you know, say want a mandingo that can scissor kick or stone cold stun the pussy off of the active mom or someone with ass like Minaj? Yeah. My point is, I can't uh, fathom how she's gonna go about and what she's even gonna say to try to relay with those that not only have been oppressed for over 400 years, but it, but the, you know, it's been going through these deaths when she hasn't, you know, been through the ring of it. So I'm just, I'm just mad curious as to what that shit could be about. And I mean, is this a win for black people that, you know, even though you're losing lives, you, you're gaining those with a black face on, like, is this a win or is this kind of bamboozlement that, you know, <laughs> where my brother at? You know, what's, what's real funny, and I think it was episode one of A Different Set in Black, first had mentioned, you know, you have to have, you know, you can't, you can't go off by just having one black friend now. I was thinking like, fuck, like, I usually have one black friend at a time, so if you count all the years of being old enough to have friends, does that count? Does that, is that along the same lines? Like, I've had many a black friend before, but it's usually a black friend at a time. It's kind of how when you have people, when white folks have people at the house, you gotta, you gotta have to keep a, you gotta keep a number, you gotta keep a tally. What is that shit called? Uh, when the workplace has to, you know, hire some sort of, uh, <laughs> That's the highest, some sort of um, urban like thing. What's it called? Affirmative action. Just, just like that, you gotta be able to. I don't know. It just, it just naturally aligns. It feels right. You don't want to overdo it, but you know, you you want to meet the the guidelines. You want to do the bare fucking minimum. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna need some friends. So speaking of just bullshit artistry. Um, I've fibbed a lot in my day, more than I would like to admit, but definitely not as much as I could possibly muster. I've definitely uh, shot myself in the foot on telling truths when I definitely should have given one of those famous white lies just to kind of ease situations. So that's where you kind of live and you learn. One thing I've never done, though, is inadvertently ingested something, like an illegal substance of some sort, and, and not known. And, I'm not too sure if you can treat shit like that, like a transmitted disease via uh, sexual relations, but a world champion pole vaulter says that he inadvertently ingested cocaine. What? And it's a Caucasian, I mean, what the Canadian fuck? pole vaulter's name is Sean Barber, and he was allowed to compete at the games as a, after testing positive uh, for cocaine. 
Now, how does one accidentally use cocaine? Because he, of course, didn't admit to it and says that he had no part of it. According to a ruling released by the Sport Distribute uh, Relations Center of Canada on back on Thursday, apparently he had started with a... He, I guess it all started on with the Craigslist ad in the casual encounter section. And, yo, I don't know how people do that you know out of curiosity you know i've looked and you know i've seen pictures of dicks which definitely of course is not my bag of tea nor tea bag of tea um i've seen you know big i don't even would even call them bbws these are more like fucking shits that would have caught shamu but they kind of you know they saw the saw the wrong blip on the on the radar I don't know how people with no pictures, no nothing, can just go off of tax and literally go off of something random. I mean, I guess that kind of almost mirrors, you know, the randomness of a fucking rest stop bathroom stall, which is like known as one of like the fucking gay cesspools of the 80s and 90s. And I'm not too sure if that still pops on now. I figure the more reserved and with the likes of, you know, things like the Internet and your fucking dating apps that can literally show you the pinpoint low GPS pinpoint location of where the nearest whore is like those possibilities are endless so i'm laughing so this guy is on craigslist you know looking for a hookup you know apparently has it on his post someone clean no diseases i had no drugs but it, it almost reminds me like when motherfuckers put on their on their ads when they're selling something oh in a smoke-free environment you know, it's, it almost reminds me of the same bullshit when they try to fucking say that, you know, eggs there were cageless and, you know, didn't have the deprivation of, you know, whatever the fuck, as if that karmic thing isn't going to bite you in the ass because you're fucking lying about it. But I don't know. I, I hope that when people make these claims, these disclaimers, that they're true. But once again, it kind of goes to show you can't really trust that shit. And I imagine that anyone that's kind of combing through that shit, whether you would like to take the cop out of being a sex addict is probably an addict to something else probably on a fucking binge probably just you know just own it and cannot stop and you know wants to mow through as much as you can well apparently through their kissing on and off which i can understand maybe snorting it maybe putting in your teeth i mean i know it gets into your bloodstream system so i don't know how how and what they were swapping that then got it into his system but let him compete he didn't win shit, so I don't know if we really lost in anything, but someone else could have taken that place. Once again, for those that kind of dedicate their lives year in and year out to, to do this stuff, you know, for anyone to have any bit of edge, is going to make a whole bigger difference. And if someone doesn't need to live up to the same guidelines and rules and regulations as others, is then, then how's that shit fair, you know? It's one of those, uh, fuck... If you do, fucked if you don't, kind of thing. You know, another what the fuck news that's been going on around lately. There's Sleep been the a weird clown sightings that is pretty much poetically taking the storm and I want to say blurring the lives of, dare I say, Black Lives Matter because clowns, if you could remember them, whether you're always scared of them or, or not. Were meant to be uh, child's, you know, entertainments, the kind of thing you'd normally see at birthday parties. Normally, you'd see them in circuses. You know, it's supposed to be um, kind of like a, a bumbling, you know, ball of joy. Think of like a retarded kid with a heart of gold. 
and now, which I don't know if it's out in North Carolina, but there uh, just was, was, was mad stories and uh, apparently some killings, and it almost seemed American Horror Story esque um, inspired. And it's gotten to the point to where if you're out there trying to scare folks, you're liable. You're gonna get shot. Mind it's mind. just as bad and as creepy as if you were to see something just that sadistic and maybe they are in a mind state of of wanting to kill and you know you kind of look at situations where they have become violent and wanting to attack all clowns and have a uh, an attack on clowns to where you know you might be hurting someone innocent because they you know made the terrible mistake of career choice being in entertainment in that essence obviously if you're fucking chilling around in the dark in the goddamn woods well then what the fuck are you doing you're probably trying to get to someone anyway and you just creep so it's best to probably take you out but it's gotten so big to where um, and so fucked up which it's perfect for the Halloween season coming up but Halloween uh costumes for clowns have actually gone up in sales 300 percent this is showing the wave of no matter how fucked a certain situation is there's gonna be those retards and i say this in the most uh discriminating way possible uh those that just lack common sense that that they would you know that it would encourage them to want to do more of that nature uh, to maybe be part of it, maybe it's just a way of kind of being, you know, in white face to, to, to be out there terrorizing in, in plain sight. And, you know, we, we've seen those that are, you know, racially privileged, you know, get up in a police officer's face, fucking clap hands, you know, talk shit, talk about their rights and kind of threatening to sue, which kind of will stop anyone in the tracks from doing anything because that's the power how to kind of keep, get things moving. And I kind of look at the same shit like with Trump. Like, if he were to fucking win, everyone's going to just think, like, okay, well, I can just be a straight-up asshole and it's going to be all right because this is what I'm being encouraged to be. And I'm scared for the world when they hit that shit, when they hit that level. So I'm going to play a little portion of, uh, like, a collection of the clips from some of these things. It's just, it's wild. Remember when clowns were, you know, good? Wisconsin, South Carolina, West Virginia, and now Georgia. We've been hearing a lot of chilling stories lately involving creepy clowns reportedly trying to lure children into the woods. First on four, a clown threat that's been causing alarm across the nation. Creepy clown sightings. A national trend of creepy clown sightings spreads to southwest Florida. Creepy clown sightings. This growing phenomenon. Clowns getting a bad rap these days. A bizarre craze sweeping the nation. Scary clowns taking creepy clown sightings to the next level. A clown dressed in green and yellow, wearing a white mask. Scary clown, a uh, clown craze. Clown chaos haunting communities all across the country. Kenya, America. The clowning craze, a disturbing trend sweeping our area and the country with viral threats being made online and countless accounts of sightings. Creepy clown sightings. Clowns are now terrorizing San Diego. You know, we've seen these stories all across the country, stories of creepy clowns frightening people and in at least one case trying to lure children. A clown sighting months before Halloween. The clown craze is growing. A 
apparently there have been other encounters with someone flaunting a big red nose and oversized shoes in Phillipsburg. Clown sighting. Police looking for a clown, but we assure you this is no joke. Creepy clown sighting. Clown sighting. Federal help used to find creepy clowns. This is the photo causing a circus in Norwalk. I see a clown right, right in the middle of the street. Full clown suit, clown mask with a long object that looks like a bat in his hand. Just That's Kalikba Owens. told me that they saw a clown chasing ones I've seen on videos look pretty creepy. Clowns were chasing, a clown was chasing them. They saw a clown with a knife. Um, they take the black people now. Just a couple blocks from here. I heard stories from my friends of how they saw a clown. Jumping out of White folks only see them. And one woman believed she saw a clown outside her door trying to break in. It's twisted. Why are there clowns scaring kids? My friends told me that they messaged, they messaged my friends and said that he was supposed to be coming today. Well, he didn't come today, but you never know. It's startling for me as a parent because I want to teach my kids to be brave and strong. And so I tell them, you know, be brave and strong, but in the inside, she was I out see dying inside. Inside. They were in, like, matching outfits. Like, it was the ones with all the polka dots on it. It was going all over Facebook. It was going all over Instagram. What did they shoot them? What did they kidnap them? It's better for them to be home safe with me instead of at the school. So you're saying no, I want the kids at school. A clown attacked you here tonight. Don't cut you with a knife? And it was a samurai. And a knife. I'm wondering if the president's aware of this and all that. I don't know that the president would breach in this particular situation. Sheriff's offices are going to bother the US, president including this Including Charlotte County are yep, committed yep. to taking clowns seriously. So there's going to be zero tolerance. So is there a concern there? Yeah. Anytime there's anything like that, we're, we're going to go investigate. Across the country, we've seen this trend. Um, we have. Uh, this is John Miller, NYPD Department uh, Chief. If they do see whether it's a person in a clown costume or anything out of the ordinary, it's it's better to call us and have us check it out. There's been a lot of false witnesses on this, and that's just what's kind of needed, like a give it take thing. They either take it seriously or they won't, and someone end up dead. Some yeah, how fucking many times white boy. do we have to stand here and tell people this is not a joke? The That's the thing, too. There's going to be more people jumping in on this, trying to cause commotion. And like the same assholes, they go to the peaceful protests and try to get everyone riled up. North Texas are asking fire departments to keep their clowns away. Pranksters are tarnishing their image. Real clowns are very kind people. They have the biggest hearts. And the people that are doing that are not clowns. They're dressing up like clowns. Halloween characters are not clowns. They're Halloween characters. They're completely different animals. By the way, the voices that you're now hearing are the good clowns, the clowns that go to clown college. And that's really a thing. You're scaring people. You're walking around taking pictures. And if they happen to see us and get scared, and there's nothing we can do about that. This is foolery. These clowns need to know that it's going to be somebody sitting down here with their right to carry. Tell and their right to carry is going to be as soon as they see them, they're going to pop them right in their right ass. Yes. You see? So, Mr. Summer, now we got to, we're worrying about Mexicans, you know, because they're over flooding us. We got to send them back. Um, niggas, we've had y'all here for a while, so there ain't really much getting rid of you other than just kind of keeping you locked up. Um, refugees, man, they taking up all our resources. Like, the next fucking thing is clowns. And it'd be crazy that if there would be some sort of, like, weird crown uh, revolution where it's kind of like the new KKK and pretty much 
because they couldn't do justice in plain sight that they had to then kind of go into the realm of hiding behind a mask like a fucking cape crusader but this is a motherfucker in a bozo outfit being a bozo just fucking like it's so it's so funny because even the words that was synonymous with clown and kind of like a joker and you know what i'm saying a joker it's it's it's, it's interesting that this is popping off so fucking i i want to deem the hashtag uh, trump clown 2016 we only have three months to go in this year can you imagine the shit that's gonna pop off man we only if they don't legalize weed this year i'm gonna be very sad for our nation because that's the at least the one thing you can you can do and, and you can provide is uh, a coping mechanism now one interesting function about that or one interesting fact about taking that route and uh, you know the assistance of uh, uh you know coming down from the harsh realities of life is that drug companies like your Pfizer's and your other shits that pretty much handle all your downers and things of that nature they they have a big stake in obviously the the forced flow of what's prescribed and what you should take what needs to go along with that and what helps you counter with this and you gotta add these other shits and pretty much it, it racks up your fucking bill and you've been upsold the fuck up well those companies uh, at least here uh, and i'm pretty sure across the fucking boards across the states across the nation um have really been um pushing and trying to stop the propositions that try to legalize it now why why they would do that as far as the state i mean it doesn't pique their interest because i mean if you look at colorado they were able to gain i think 1.3 uh for sure million i don't know if it could have been billion but fucking in revenue alone that was so they had so much extra they were able to put an extra milli on the side to fucking help those that were homeless like that's a big fucking thing if there's anything that we're to do uh, in this world whether you're of religious beliefs or not uh, or spiritual beliefs or just whatever the fuck you want to label shit as you gotta help your, com your, your common man your fellow man I should say so the fact that they're able to take this sliver which I'm pretty sure they make bank after the fact this is just something that they could hopefully use for even more better tax purposes I mean they're able to help people how much of us can say that they do and they don't fucking tighten up their wallets when they can see someone and think of an excuse why not to give them something because of fucking how they look or how they appear or the bamboozlement that you've face from from others before and um and, and on, on that same fuck shit there here in arizona there's a proposition 205 and there was news from my favorite ktr station saying that doctors and nurses had gathered in phoenix uh, to voice their opposition about it and they're pretty much going off for the realm that that it's going to impact uh, teens and children and it's gonna hurt them in the long run which obviously if you don't do shit with yourself you know that it's gonna help you keep not doing shit for yourself but there's whole reasons why we have legislations and, and rules as to you know having to be 21 and up and you know how much tax is gonna come from it like th these companies who are gonna lose a lot if we were to see the natural properties and um, I mean just great overall feeling of you know what mary does that 
you know, they, they don't want to lose out on that business. They, they got some people dope the fuck up, and which once again helps the other people that create the other shits when really you can have, not to say a one-stop solution, but I mean, it, it definitely kills as many birds with having to hurt or damage least amount, as least amount of stones as possible, if that makes any fucking sense. So I was mad excited when Judge Jolene Gentry had dismissed a challenge that was wanting to get the legalization of pot out of the voting ballot. Like, it's getting that far, and I'm really hoping that, you know, I'm gonna get preachy for a second. Like, those who are judges, those who are making the, the difficult calls on certain things, like, I really hope that they're taking a, a high moral standard and belief and understanding in the shit that they're doing and, they're, and that they're choosing. Uh, for all those and that hopefully isn't being manipulated that manipulated um by influences that are going to give them a whole lot more kickbacks like one of the dopest things about i think it was solomon and david uh, no i think it was uh, solomon the son of david uh when he had ruled uh, the one thing that he had asked for from god was the knowledge to be able to watch over his people and now i think of it might have been, I, I don't know but it was one of them that they had asked out of god you know, instead of asking for their own protection of life or their own, you know, da 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 da, da he asked for the power and the ability to be able to do what he's been blessed to do. And in that same essence, fuck, like, I, I really, I, I want that so badly as well. Like, you know, we're being trusted with something, whether it's life or, I mean, definitely life, but, and in all the responsibilities that come well within it. So I would hope that we all take, can take pride in that and, do the, the best that, that we can possibly do but back to all that anyway so this judge she you know stops tries to you know nip it in the bud so that it can give the people hopefully a chance to come up together reg i mean fuck i don't know if it's ready to register or not but to do something and try to you know have our voices heard and for the most part i mean some of the stuff that the limit not limitations but some of the rules to this stuff is, is perfectly well they're saying that under measure adults 21 and older can carry up to one ounce of marijuana and consume it privately cool that's all that i fucking need allow me to be able to, to do me without it being a fucking crime or having to worry about some bullshit popping off and it says that adults can also cultivate up to six marijuana plants in an enclosed space and possess the marijuana product by the plants meaning that no more than a dozen plants total could be allowed in a single residence which is fine because I mean, of course, you know, you'd want to probably, you know, make a couple extra bucks, you know what I'm saying? This is America, and if you can have Ubers and Lyfts and, you know what I'm saying, different healthcare systems, then why the fuck can there be a competitive field when it comes to distribution of marijuana? But mind you, it shouldn't be for that private use, you know, whether you're blessing someone and it happens to have a, a, a marked donation price, well then, so be it. But regardless, that shouldn't even be the case because it should be private, okay? I can respect that. Uh, but the, the fact also that I mean, I'm so glad that they can give you the ability to grow it yourself, just how you could grow your own uh, fucking tobacco or your own avocados or whatever the fuck that you love. That you don't want to have to pay fucking high import price. That's fucking good. But for those that don't want to go through the trouble because they just, you know, they'll buy it like they buy a pack of cigarettes instead of having to buy the cheaper shit, which is the Rollies, which can some would say would be just as effective, less chemicals, but more hassle. It says that the system could regulate that pot like alcohol with a 15% imposed on fucking all retail sales. And 
most of the revenue from that tax would go to Arizona schools and education programs. Like, motherfucker, if there's one thing that we could use are smart kids, and if there's one way that we can get people to uh, to reap from that is to be able to educate and to hopefully make us better, uh, you know, create a brand of loyalty so that people won't want to move out so that we can keep all our smarties and we can better ourselves and hopefully, you know, fucking better the nation. There's a lot of opportunity to be able to come from this and it's kind of like saying like why the fuck if you could give to the kids why wouldn't you you know and it's that same respect for them hoes that are stripping and they're trying to pave their way through med school baby god bless you and may the right sugar daddy find his way to you now that we're nearing the rear end of the show uh, which is uh, dedications this is kind of where i get a bit biblical and the uh, new testament and old testament version of uh, being thankful, which, you know, we want to give props to and kudos and I guess condolences if you're very old school and believe that you should give a sacrifice and maybe burn a virgin or two. Um, in that aspect, there's this, um, she's a comedian, I want to say she's a musician, uh, actress who... I probably first remember her from a sitcom a few years back called Raising Hope. She played the ukulele. I want to say like in every show I've ever seen her in, every movie I've ever seen her in, she's with the fucking ukulele, playing, strumming, just mad genius. She's even with uh, another Widita, former uh, dedication, and I forget her freaking name, Ricky Lindholm. She's really big in Comedy Central right now. They even have a thing called Garfunkel and Notes which is, I guess, a, a way of ad word living, uh, however the hell you call it, Gar Garfield and Notes, or Garfield, I, I don't even know what the fuck it's called anymore, I'm so confused, that they are the definition, they own it, anyways, um, she's been in a, a few other things, like uh, When in Rome, Rio 2, the Spongebob movie, uh, she was actually quite recently on a show called Easy, she played Annie, and I don't want to ruin it too much, but, and if you, because I'm not going to, and I tried watching some of the show, because I wanted to hear, see how Mark Maron acted, which he pretty much just voiced in, or did what he does, his little shtick from his podcast, WTF, and he just was, he just playing himself, which I think was worked out perfectly, but Annie, in this thing again, playing a cute little adorable Wadita that happens to play ukulele, and is singing, and is good with kids, which is what, you know what I'm saying, Annie, man, want to settle down, want to, you know, put roots in, but anyway, she made the fucking dedication, well, if she had it already, if she did, who gives a fuck, because I got mad excited, and I wanted to share with you that in that Netflix series, Easy, she shows her titties. And as immature as that would sound, you gotta understand, I've loved her for quite a while. I've been watching her. I've almost felt like we've slow danced in our relationship as far as the, the beauty and the ballet of me being a creeper in a tree and her doing her, you know, obviously to the masses and to the millions, so it's not really true. But I felt like I put in my time, kind of like when you're dating and, you know, if you're part of a cordial relationship and if you're a fan of things like a man, you want to, you know, make the nigga wait for three months like a person would their health benefits. Obviously, you want to put in some time. But in that same respect, 
and then I'm gonna knock you one night stand because that shit pops off and you know miracles happen quote unquote miracles but there's there's a beauty in the wait and I feel like I've known her for a while we've hung out a few times it was due that I get to see this titty and that's pretty much as selfish as it is about it. And I'm just very thankful for that. I feel like after years, my time came. It happened too briefly. I hope to see more of it. But I'm just I'm thankful that I was able to, to be a witness to. And that's pure dedication right there. And why she will live in the wall. Which I'm not too sure if I'm going to call soul popples whores. Or soul people's girls. Or something of that nature stay tuned and we'll figure it out but definitely uh, my dedications in both that in which i love i care for and it just keeps me captivated and i feel that's what any good woman will do and that's all she'll keep you on the leash because she's captivating and my ass is that stone that i totally forgot and tell you her fucking name her name is kate Makuchi. that's right Makuchi. This bitch has a show that she'll do once a month called Playing with Makuchi because she plays a bunch of instruments. And that's K A T E, K, shit, I don't know if it's Katie, uh, Makuchi, M I from a lady, C U C C I, Kate Makuchi. And I just thought it was so fucking genius that, that she would name her show where she plays all these instruments because she's a multi instrumentalist or however you call it call it playing with Makuchi like god bless her and that is a woman after my own heart and I get so mad about the instruments that I have around me that I don't use and motherfucker use them you we were all put you know in, the, in a certain spot and it's meant to hopefully move the gears forward somewhere positive and even if you're accidentally or not by choice or shit, maybe even believe motherfuckers, you know, willingly were put in certain places to be, and yeah, to be who we are and to do what we do. Very, very, very vague, but that's where it's kind of up to you and, you know, being able to bring things along together. So that concludes my dedications. Uh, shout out to you, Mama, and God bless you. If you wanted to reach out in any sort of way, whether it's to talk some shit or to shed some light on some things or maybe kind of just do that good old-fashioned communication thing where you talk to someone, uh, that'd be really cool. You can find me on most social media outlets at Soul Papa. That's S as in Sierra, O-U-L, P as in Papa, A, P as in Papa, O, um, definitely soapapo.tumblr.com I know if you wanted to even be a producer you can go to patreon.com slash for sure I'm hoping that there'll be more shows to come with the IBHM podcast again that's the I'm Black He's Mexican podcast which is more than likely why you're probably even listening to me in the first place so God bless you and um, I hope you can say what's up for real for real I really do want to thank you so much for listening and hopefully you can be a part of the show at next time, one way or another, either which way, I'm going to find you and I'll get you. I'll get you. Like a blonde song. God bless with it. You know, I really do appreciate you uh, listening and hopefully uh, responding back and letting me know what's up and what you think and what you think we should talk about. If you want to be part of the conversation, I just want to say thank you. 
and uh, just know that to find yourself think for yourself and nothing's hopeless while there is life and all that we see is just simply in the, on the surface and there's a certain understanding so large that it's it leaves no room for sanity so as far as we can discern the sole purpose of human existence is to kindle a light of meaning in the darkness of mere being so thanks again for listening peace be with you and i'll talk at you next time